There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort. So you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Welcome to Spark London. We tell true stories. We tell them live. And we tell them every month at the Canal Cafe Theatre. This story was performed by Helena Stroud in November 2010. When the theme was mistaken identity. Um, my story takes place um, a few years ago when I was on holiday in Prague. Now, the one kind of organised trip that I, I told myself that I was going to do when I was there was to visit the famous ossuary in Sedlec. Um, and so I did my goth thing, like I took lots of very blurry photos of skulls. And, um, and I was getting the train back, and the train ride takes about an hour. And I assumed there was like a coachload of idiots who had broken down nearby, because the train was just rammed full of annoying, loud travellers in their early 20s. And, and so I was like, oh... I, I didn't really want to talk to anyone. I just wanted to read my book. So I found an empty compartment to myself and sat down and read my book. And then the compartment door slid open and these two guys came in. They were sort of young in their early 20s. One of them was very obviously American. I didn't get either of their names. I, I probably did at the time, but I've forgotten them. And the American guy starts talking and he's, he's going on and on. It's like this massive monologue about Prague, about travelling, about dumplings, about sedlech, about bones, about dead people, and most annoyingly, about George Bush. And this was kind of like the heyday of Bush bashing. And normally I'd have been totally fine with like wading in with a few choice Bush quotes and having a bit of a laugh. But no, I was stuck on this train with the one American guy in his early 20s, travelling abroad, who was a massive George Bush fan. <laughs> and, um, and he was really annoying me. Like, he, was, he was going on and on about like, how he knew Bush was like, this great guy and, uh, and you know, how he'd uh, invite him in for dinner with his family if he ever saw him in the street and how he knew he'd be a great guy to shoot the shit with. And it's like I was getting more and more annoyed and kind of forbearing to say that, you know, the reason that George Bush is so obviously okay with shooting shit is the reason that most people hate him so much. Um, but anyway, he obviously thought that his monologue was not getting the attention that it deserved um, because he turned to me and asked me my name. Now, what I could have done, what I probably should have done in this case, was to say, I'm Helena, followed by, sorry, I'd really like to read my book. What I actually said was, 
Hi, uh, my name is Elena. I'm from Belgium. <laughs> now, you might think it's a bit odd to pretend that you're Belgian. Um, I'd actually done it a couple of times before. Um, I, I actually, I grew up in Belgium, so putting on a Flemish accent and talking about Brussels is fine. Like, I, I'm, I'm okay with that. Um, and I just wanted to have a little bit of private fun with this guy, you know, not, not to, you know, piss him off or get in, into some big political debate, but, you know, just, just have a little bit of fun that only I knew was actually fun. And so, so I, I started chatting away to him, and I, I, I got really into it. My accent got thicker and thicker, and, uh, and I started stumbling a little bit over my words, and I was having a really good time until the compartment door slid open again. I turned round to find myself looking into the face of one of the most handsome men I have ever seen. He was just this tall, broad-shouldered, square-jawed bloke. He had lovely blonde, curly hair and big blue eyes, and he was just very, very lovely. And as soon as he came in, an American guy opened his mouth. He's like, hey, Jeremy, uh, this is Elena. She's from Belgium. Oh, shit. And anyway, Jeremy comes in, and, and he's not just a pretty face. Like, he's really charming, well-read, intelligent, lovely guy. Um, and we, we had, all of a sudden, we had this really good conversation going. You know, we, we had a lot in common. We were having a lot of fun. And I was really, really regretting the decision that I'd taken to be Belgian for this train ride. Anyway, I thought, oh, well... You know, sod it. It's, it's, you know, my mistake, whatever. You know, I'm not going to see him again anyway. So we get to the end of the train ride, and I turn around to say goodbye to Jeremy, and he's like, hey, uh, so do you fancy grabbing a drink somewhere tonight? Yeah. Yeah, I did. I did. I completely put aside the fact that, I'd, that he thought I was Belgian and thought, yeah, I, I, I do want to go for a drink with this lovely guy. Um... Going back to my flat, I was kind of regretting it a little bit, and I thought, you know what, I'm just going to tell him. I'm going to get to the pub, and I'm going to tell him. I'm going to tell him that I was pissed off with the other guy, he was annoying me, I was just having, trying to have a bit of fun. wouldn't sound that odd, really, would it? Um, of course, I didn't do that. I walked into the bar and gave him a very cheery Belgian, hello, <laughs> and, uh, and sat down at the, at the table with him. Um, we went up to get beers. I extolled the virtues of Hoogarden over Budvar. And, uh, and we're chatting away. He's telling me about his life and his family in Vancouver. And I, I'm, I, I start talking to him about my family. And uh, instead of letting the Belgian slide, some kind of weird suicide mechanism inside me was just making me more and more Belgian as the night went on. <laughs> like, I invented these strict Catholic parents who lived in, like, an incense-filled house in Antwerp. And, um, like, I, I, I invented a, a ridiculously right-wing grandfather who wanted to kick all the French-speaking people out of Belgium. I extolled my love of jazz. A musical genre I know nothing about. <laughs> and uh, I even invented a dog for myself, this playful Tervuren shepherd called Tosca. I've, I've never owned a dog in my life, but this was the most unbelievably Belgian pet I could come up with on the spur of the moment. And, and Jeremy seemed to really like my improvised Belgian personality, you know. And, you know, he's, at one point he's, like, leaning over the table and, you know, stroking my hand, and I'm thinking... 
I've got to make a decision here. I've got to work out if I can go to bed with this man as a Belgian. <laughs> and so, you know, we had a bit of a drink, a bit of a dance, and, and we go back to my place, and, uh, and I'm still undecided. And we're standing outside the door to the flat, and he takes my face in his hands and kisses me. And I knew in that moment that I could not go to bed with Jeremy that night. And not because he was a bad kisser, like, frankly, he felt amazing, but... I had, I realised while he was kissing me that I had no idea how Elena, the dog-owning, strict Catholic-raised, possibly right-wing, jazz-loving Belgian, kissed. I mean, how the hell would I know what she was like in bed? So, um, (laughs) So we exchanged numbers and emails and we promised to meet up again really soon. And, uh, And I went to bed alone. And I felt really, really terrible about it. I was like, I've just spent an entire evening, a whole day, lying to this really, really nice, sweet guy and, and pretending to be someone that I'm not. So I thought, I know what I'll do. I'm just going to send him an email. I'm going to send him an email explaining everything about this. It won't sound that odd. Uh, I'll explain that the guy on the train was really annoying me, that, you know, I was, uh, I was just trying to have a bit of fun. I didn't know how to get out of the situation. And um, if he wanted to, I'd love to meet up with him again for another drink so he can get to know Helena the English girl. Jeremy never contacted me again. (laughs) Of course he didn't. I'm a complete psychopath. What kind of girl would do something like that? I think my friend Claire best summed it up when she said, Helena, if a guy can't pretend with you can't uh, cope with you pretending to be Belgian for an entire night. The first. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Next time he meets you. He probably isn't the man for you. (laughs) And for better or worse, she's right. Cheers, guys. For more stories or to take part in next month's show, head to sparklondon.com. Spark London is produced by Joanna Yates. Audio production by Matt Hill at rethinkdaily.co.uk.